Welcome everybody. My name is Chad. And my name is Mickey. And we are Crypto and Couple. Thanks for joining us today. Today we're going to be hosting our uh, second or first episode. No, second. Second episode, right. After a long time. <laughs> After a long time, <laughs> long hiatus. Um, we're going to get be getting on to the basics of Bitcoin. Um, and uh, I will be asked several basic questions uh, going for the introduction. And I'll go ahead and turn it over to my lovely wife, Miki. Oh, you call me lovely. I love you. Um, <laughs> with the last episode, we talk about how Chad first knew like Bitcoin and how I was introduced to Bitcoin. Because I thought in nowadays it's really easy to hear about Bitcoin because the news is talking about it, celebrities are talking about it. But you heard about Bitcoin back in 2011. So we talk about like how we were introduced to Bitcoin. But today we are going to be more basic, like all the question people will have, which is what is Bitcoin anyway? Have you ever, has anyone asked you like, hey, what is Bitcoin anyway? I've had that question many, many times. How do you answer to the question? Because it's like so big question. If you answer in like three sentences. <laughs> Where are you at and how much time you got? <laughs> no, but like they want to know like what is it? So It's not like I want to make money with Bitcoin. What should I do? Usually it's out of uh, um, just curiosity or uh, lack of education within what our current financial systems are like uh, because you never a actually ask the question what is money because uh, when you do ask that question usually your your mom or dad would say well it's the the stuff that we use that we earn and pay uh, pay for things okay where does it come from well that part's not really answered and nor do we think about that so when you ask what is bitcoin you have to challenge uh, the idea of money itself you have to be deconstruct uh, what the our current system is on in in order to actually appreciate what Bitcoin brings to the table. And so uh, Bitcoin not only will ask you about what money is, but then we'll start to challenge so many different aspects of life from technical to political um, uh, attributes as well. But if someone wants a simple answer for what is Bitcoin or what Bitcoin <laughs> is, what would you say? I would say Bitcoin is a distributed, uh, a decentral as a, a decentralized open blockchain that records uh, transactions which are uncensorable, and that has a monetary network that cannot be changed, uh, but unless. Uh, they're going tremendous amount of consensus. That's definitely a lot mouthful. Yeah, but it also you, you, you know all the fancy <laughs> words. I'm like, I need to write it down and look up all things in dictionary. So you know, if we were if we were to take each part of those and break it down, uh, then we're able to figure out what it actually is and how it works. Because there is other technologies preceding Bitcoin that made it 
it. And one of those is called BitTorrent, and that's a decentralized system where you can go out and you can download stuff on the internet. And it's just basically little tiny pieces of information spread throughout the internet, bringing it into one, and that creates your illegally downloaded song or maybe a big mass data database for a scientific co-op. Um, they, they would use the Bit, uh, BitTorrent network. Well, Bitcoin deri is derived off of one of those many uh, technologies, um, and so that's what decentralizes. It's mm -hmm. you host a little bit of it, I host a little bit of it. Uh, we go into, it's open. Anybody can download the, the network. You can be able to send transactions um, at any time and nobody can stop you on that. That is a very important point to Bitcoin to which you know, none of the networks out there such as PayPal, et cetera, can do. The PayPal has a, a way to just shut it off and make you uh, cut off from all your money. Um, as long as you, uh, with Bitcoin, there is no central authority that uh, can dictate those uh, rules on you. But isn't Satoshi Nakamoto is the center of Bitcoin system, though? <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto. Okay, yeah, like, okay, so Satoshi Nakamoto. <laughs> He's not my uncle. <laughs> Even he sounds Japanese and I'm Japanese. He's not my uncle. And no, my n name is not Satoshi Nakamoto. My name is Miki. <laughs> yeah, so who is this? Who is that guy? Satoshi Nakamoto is a, a pseudonym for either a person or a group of people who created uh, the first... Uh, um, iteration of the Bitcoin software as well as the white paper. Did he create a blockchain system or did he um, bring it up that hey with using blockchain to the currency we can make it work? Like did he start Bitcoin or did he start blockchain or both? He, um, he was able to bring together uh, several different points of uh there was adam back's uh, hash cash um there's of course the BitTorrent uh, network as well um and then several other technologies that came together in order to create bitcoin itself by the way we are streaming this on spotify or apple podcast but if you want to see this some screen we are seeing right now you can go to our youtube so that you can see some screen we are looking at right now What's uh, really fascinating um, about uh, this, and this is about uh, eight, eight to 12 uh, uh, pages long, there are uh, quite a bit, a few pieces of it, which uh, if you don't know calculus or have a heavy technical part, it may be uh, hard to grasp, but it does define of how the blockchain works, which you have... Um, the owner's uh, uh owner number one's public key it hashes in uh, through the signature and is able to actually send out a transaction to the next uh block and uh what that does is that it creates what's called the, the blockchain it inserts transactions that are uh, signed by the uh, owner of a private key and that uh, gets verified by 
everybody who participates on the network and validates uh, those transactions. And those transactions are validated by the miners. So, lots and lots of stuff <laughs> when people yeah, ask wait, what's so up. Like, so, blockchain was born first, but they did not know how to use it. And Satoshi Nakamoto said that maybe we can use it with proof of work proof of work uh existed first which is using the cpu power um of a computer in order to secure a network then um, satoshi took that and added into with the blockchain um in order to secure the blockchain itself so we have BitTorrent, which is the which is the distributed uh, open network system and then you got Adam Back's Hashcash uh, proof of work, which adds the security layer to it. And then you have uh, Satoshi's contribution, which is the blockchain itself, which are the recorded transactions that are connected to each other all the way down to the first gener Genesis block. Interesting. That was a lot. We, that was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> That is really complicated <laughs> to hear how it started. What was the hardest thing like to for you to understand when you were studying about Bitcoin? Not about like reading the chart or seeing the market every day because like that's like it's hard because you cannot really like tell one hundred percent. But what was the hardest thing you what was the hardest thing for you to understand about Bitcoin in the early part of your journey? I definitely know this. And it's not the how Bitcoin works, but why. Mm. Why is Bitcoin um, so significant? Did you find and, the answer? Um, yeah, there, it, was, it was quite interesting because... Yeah, um, as I spoke about earlier, you had to get to know the problems with our current monetary systems that we live under. And then you also remove yourself from pri privileged places and see how other people live in other places that uh, say Venezuela with the hyperinflation under the boulevard or Cyprus with haircuts off the top of their bank accounts. Um, you, you get to understand all these stories of uh, totalitarianism that's brought on people. When you're here in America um, using the world reserve currency, uh, you, you tend to not worry about those things. So it was hard to answer the question of why, did, uh, um, why was this important? the realization um, of what I just said, plus the fundamental properties of how Bitcoin works, specifically if it's scarcity, I mean, it's limited just to 21 million. That is a very fair monetary net, uh, rule that anybody could be able to get behind. Um, and you cannot change that whatsoever. So now we've identified some features um, and stories uh, to which that answer that question of why is Bitcoin important uh, to me um, 
I would say that if I did not discover that or know if it was up front, I probably would have ignored it. Because the rest of the, uh, the introduction that we just talked about was how it works. And, you know, nobody really talks about how to send an email uh, using this protocol through that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they just hit the send button. Mm-hmm. Um, and I expect the same thing. Um, and people will know the reason why rather than how later on because mm-hmm. the how is going to be much, much easier, uh, in my opinion. And it has become over this last eight years. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, because, like, I agree with, like, because whenever I tell... Okay, so, like, you introduced me about Bitcoin back in 2016... And I was, I was not as passionate as you to tell people about Bitcoin. But whenever I tell people about Bitcoin, they always ask me questions like how it works and not like the why Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And when I remember you told me that like you don't understand everything about how internet works or email works, but you use it anyway. But why do you use it is important. That's why because that's why you use it and i was like i tried to explain that to my friends but they were like yeah but like how this that i'm like it is really hard to explain i recently Mm -hmm. read a book and learned about like how blockchain or bitcoin actually works like that hash hash function function, Mm -hmm. and this and that and i was like takes the magic or the mystery um out of it but then it helps you build those you know that the fundamental blocks of how you know it things work or even the the relationship between it so uh, it's hard to convey that to which people don't want to pursue and um you know this is definitely a uh, a topic that is not brought up at the dinner table and of course, when I was uh, uh, first dating you, I didn't w- <laughs> didn't want you to get bored or run away. <laughs> so I'm glad you didn't do it for the first six months because <laughs> me too. <laughs> since you brought it up on the day one, you were nonstop talking about gushing. My- <laughs> Here's my true feelings, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. You talk about like decentralized is obviously the key when you talk about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Let's talk about altcoin. Mm. Altcoins. Okay, so in the short answer, with a short answer, what is altcoin? Anything not Bitcoin has been determined an altcoin. Do you so altcoin is basically created by a company or by the system or, or by other individuals or other individuals or groups right? of people yeah so for me when i hear that that's for to me it sounds like it's centralized currency would you agree with me i would say because um, it's owned for the most by, part, yeah, yeah, for the for the most part, um, and 
I think there is a lot of projects that are out there that are not viable. Um, they're, You're uh, not talking about Dogecoin, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that thing's still alive right now. <laughs> It's been seven years since I touched that stuff. So, But there are, you know, so you got one hand that is just complete and utter BS. Um, and then on the other hand, you got some really cool stuff, but those are very few and far between. Um, I do believe that uh, within the cryptocurrency uh, space that um, it can be one network in many chains. So there are other current uh, cryptocurrencies that are doing some really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I like what they're doing and I want to encourage them to keep going. It's just hard to see um, the spec. It, it's hard to recommend the speculation on things like that mm. when um, uh, when I'm looking at Bitcoin for the the new novice uh, people that are coming into play mm. as a, uh, a way to get started. Yeah. So like you are Bitcoin Maxi. Ish. Ish. I would say, I mean, my, um, our, uh, the portfolio is still 100% Bitcoin, uh, in the, in the, in the space. And, but I still admire the other technologies. Mm -hmm. So, uh, full disclosure and who knows, maybe the portfolio might change a little bit. Um, So to answer this question, the next question you can you are free to Google it too. But do you know how many altcoin out there? Six, seven thousand projects, I think. So like people can create cryptocurrency like really easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very very easy. Let's make one. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly possible. The Mickey and Chad uh, token that'll Mickey be great. Coin and Chad coin. <laughs> chad coin would work the chad a the giga chad. chad uh yeah anybody can spin up uh um their own altcoin um and depending on how you use it you can really get yourself into trouble uh with uh, the government um unless you really um do your homework some things uh such as giving out tokens and promising that the value would go up or that they are part of a piece of ownership of something, well, that would be called a security or like a stock. And so um, uh, other peeps, other times you'll see, hey, I'm going to put out this token. This can be the new Bitcoin and it never catches on because who would want to, <laughs> nobody can make another Bitcoin. Uh, that's, that's, it's, it's too organic. It's been out there too long. Uh, it cannot be replaced for that function. Uh, but the altcoins, um, you know, the, there's some, like I said, there's some really cool stuff that's going on that they've been able to do, uh, fundraising, money markets, um, uh, with the NFTs, um, you know, collectibles of ownership, Uh, the, and, you know, they're not completely decentralized, but they're still so awesome that you can't ignore mm -hmm. uh, what, what they're doing over there. 
So like whenever you bring up like the cryptocurrency as a topic on the table with like someone like friends or new friends, people like usually ask you like, oh, do you have like, what do you have? Like Ethereum, Doge, Ripple, Monero, this and that. Like, what do you usually feel like when people ask like, oh, I have Monero, I have Listcoin, I have this, that, that. <laughs> do you feel like... Oh. For you, or <laughs> if you like, f you. Or... No, not at all. Um, uh, I, I, I certainly welcome anybody to uh, do what they want with their money um, on it. I think there's you, a lot to manage. If you have to buy a couple altcoin coins, oh, now you're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> if I had to buy any altcoins. Maybe on the next episode, I'll I'll say. <laughs> wow. As for what I feel about some other people uh, owning it, yeah, no, it, I it's just not for me. I want to make it easy, um, particularly jumping in and out of all coins and positions. I just don't want to deal with the uh, tax, uh, the taxes in it. Mm. There are. Um, um, many other uh, areas of research that you have to dedicate yourself to it to make sure that it is good. That's true. Um, and so at, at that point, um, you know, I'm not going to dog on anybody of, uh, of uh, entering into other altcoins. I just think that it is just much easier to earn fiat, buy Bitcoin, and then just keep living life. <laughs> Do you think it's really important to look up like about that coin before people buy it? Like what kind of coin is that or what's that? Oh, just just yellow into it. Don't don't <laughs> spin okay, the wheel. <laughs> so when I so I started using or started buying Bitcoin since 2016 and I have oh not only Bitcoin but also Ethereum, Ripple, Litecoin. I always wanted to buy Dogecoin, but I didn't know how to. <laughs> and there were no... I mean, maybe there were places to buy in Japan, but I didn't know because I didn't do any research. And I remember you asked me that. Like, why do you have Ripple? And I say, I love the name. <laughs> I didn't know like literally anything about ripple or litecoin but i bought some because it was cheap or the price was lower ah the good old unibias <laughs> and then okay so i have rigid justification for ethereum which is i thought it's not good to have only one currency on the portfolio and i wanted to have like i wanted to risk hedge and Divide or mm -hmm. so diversify. Diversify, that's mm -hmm. the word. So, for example, I, did, I would, I thought it would be better to have, for example, US dollar, Japanese yen, and maybe euro. Mm -hmm. Not only like USD. That's one of the reasons why I did uh, Ethereum. Mm hmm. But I didn't really know 
what a syrup is and that. But do you think that is the smart move? <laughs> I know the answer. Why I'm asking this? But do you think that if you can say anything to me like three years ago, what would you say? Do my research? I think um I think you just learned, you know, which you learn by your experience. Um and I th uh I think that there's gonna be many, many people out there that are gonna do the the same thing. Um uh, you, it, it's called pain tuition. <laughs> so Oh yeah, <laughs> I paid the pain tuition. And um you know I think when it comes to financial education, if you're able to burn your finger on the stove, you tend to try not to do it again. Uh, but if you really want to cook something good, you're going to keep going back to the stove. Um, and it I takes, like yeah, it takes a lot of time uh, uh, to, f to figure it out because you got Bitcoin and then you, uh, once you actually get a handle on that, well, let's now talk about smart contracts and then uh, the layer two solutions and so on and so forth. It just becomes, uh, you know, so hard. And some of my friends who dedicate their hours on hours on it, I admire them uh, to, uh, to do that. Uh, but for those of us who, uh, you know, just say, oh, it just got listed on Coinbase. It's got to be good. Well... Be wary. <laughs> Be wary of that. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about Coinbase. So that's like one of the platforms you can buy Bitcoin in the States. Correct. Um, where else you can buy Bitcoin? Kraken, Cash App, Gemini. Um, and then I think there are probably about like four or five others available. Um, PayPal um, has... Um, PayPal does not allow you to take custody of your own Bitcoin as of right now. And same with, with Robinhood. It's only just pay, uh, like paper dollar exposure. So it's not real Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, there are other high end custody solutions such as uh, Fidelity. Um, you have to be qualified with so much amount of money in your account to, to be able to get those solutions. What I recommend overall is to sign up for as many of those solutions uh, because the market dynamics, uh, when it gets exciting, it causes the exchange to uh, go down sometimes. Yeah. So you can't access Coinbase when there's a lot of people using it. Uh, so having uh, the ability on Cash App uh, to hit buy or sell on that will be a very, very a uh, good tool to have um, if, when you're getting into it. How many platforms do you use or you have an account? Three at the moment right now that are completely active. and um, But I, it, you know, I still use Cash App in order to do the little buys yeah. um, uh, on a daily basis or weekly basis. If some of the listener wants to start creating an account today, like which or how they should how they should choose or what they should see what they choose which platform to sign up for. well they should go through our affiliate links at cryptoandcouple.com 
<laughs> we have not done it yet, so do oh, not go no. to the website yet. Maybe I will. We'll get it soon. Yeah. We'll get it soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I would. Um, so without thinking about affiliate link, <laughs> what's your genuine like recommendation? Yeah, uh, I would. I would. I would. I would say Cash App is um, a very very good one. Um, the 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 question is is do you want to hold on to your bitcoin or do you want somebody else to hold on to it and when it comes to recommendation on that that is really hard uh because some people don't want to deal with holding on to their bitcoin it's a lot of responsibility because you have the power of being your own bank the problem is you're your own bank and so uh you you uh you have a lot of responsibility for doing self-custody and having your own hardware wallet. But if you want to have Coinbase hold on to it, just remember if they think you are doing something bad, they'll shut down and take your Bitcoin away. They can certainly do that. So um, uh, got to make choices um, at the beginning. And if you can't make that choice, educate before you do it. Oh, wow. Oh, well. That's all the question I got for today's episode. (laughs) It's a lot to take in uh, with what this uh, beginning subject is. And so a little bit at a time and don't get overwhelmed. And please educate yourself, baby. And I would say, like, do not think about making, like, do not think about be a billionaire next month. Like I feel like people certainly not. There are so many people who come to crypto space to think that they can be a billionaire next month or so. That's why they're like altcoin, 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 or like <laughs> Dogecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. You certainly learn to uh, when you get when you're able to get that time preference and are able to stretch this out to something that's a four to six year uh, range rather than something within just three months, uh, you'll begin to set forth goals and make life a lot easier um, when it, it comes to uh, to it. But certainly if you want those, um, you know, those uh, gains or being able to preserve your uh, monetary value, you got to be able to ride through the whole entire bear markets as well and know what they mean. And so um, I'm sure we'll get over to some other strategies like dollar cost averaging uh, in the future. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to telling you guys all about that. Yeah. For the next episode, we are going to talk about, we are going to talk more about mining because there are so many people who wants to do mining, include some of the family member mm. or friends too. So like we are going to talk about what is mining anyway, or how it works, or what kind of equipment you use, or is it actually worth it or not? Excellent. I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to it. Until then, I'm Chad. I'm Mickey. We thank you for joining us here for another episode of Crypto and Couple. We uh, hope you join us the next time. And until then, we love you all. Sayonara. Bye.